just three black kings Giving our thoughts to society From politics, sports, music, and whatever subject fits the need We ain't trying to make a grand, we ain't trying to make a band We just want to know who's bands I'm so happy to be here, blessings on blessings on blessings Taylor made life Yeah, Philip Kanye Yeah, Philip Kanye Yeah, Philip Kanye Rocko Shock Welcome to the Who's Man's Podcast What up, though, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Who's Man's This Podcast. I'm your host, Ron the Don, a.k.a. Mr. Taylor Made. In the building with me, I got my man's Conrad. What's good with those beautiful people? Um, we're back. We're ready to discuss. Um, I miss y'all, so let's get with it. What's up, No Identity? Look, I can tell you who I'm not, all right? I ain't nobody's Kevin, all right? So don't try me. Don't even come at me like that, bro. We'll talk more about that later. How y'all doing, yo? <laughs> you I didn't know what that was? <laughs> you over there? Um, I miss y'all. All right, Ron. Yeah, it's been a minute. It feels like I know it's only we only waited one extra day, but it feels like it's been a minute. We recorded on a Wednesday instead of Tuesday tonight, y'all. So y'all getting in a little bit more real time. But how y'all been? Kind of right. What you been up to? Ah, uh, been good, man. It was good. A little four-day weekend, went back up to Michigan for uh, one of my first college dorm mates from Grand Valley got married, so a bunch of us were at his wedding. Um, it was cool. It was straight. It was a good time good to catch up, reminisce with folks, uh, meet new people, um, so it was a good time. Good to be back, though, and like back on the grind and all that stuff, so what about y'all? Man, so last weekend, I had the wonderful opportunity to go to Dallas. Um and yeah, for y'all listening, you know Ron lives there, right? No, I didn't see Ron, right? He's supposed to be my best friend. I didn't see him. But I guess we'll talk about that later. Um <laughs> But no, I had the chance to spend time with my girlfriend, celebrate her mom's birthday, and I had the chance to see Janet Demeter Joe Jackson, the third. All right. The third, fourth, fifth, forever. It was, look, I ain't going to even lie. It was amazing. All right. And I can't wait to do it again in a few months. I get to see her in uh, St. Louis and I might go to uh, Detroit and see her. Don't look at me like that. All right. It ain't your money. You can stay on my pocket. All right. If I can do it, I can do it. Okay. <laughs> But nah, it was amazing. It was really a blessing to like sit there and be able to see like this living legend. I, I'll never get to see Michael. I'll never get to see Prince, uh, Whitney. None of those people I'll get to see, but I can always say I saw Janet and, um, I feel, I feel blessed. What'd you do? What'd you do, Ron? Cause I know what you didn't do. Well, I mean, yeah, let's even talk about that. Don't act like you came to Dallas to see me and I played you. You came to Dallas for your girl, all right? I just happened to be here. You came to see her. But actually, I wouldn't even be here this weekend, so that's why we couldn't connect. I went ahead and flew on home back to Michigan, back to the beautiful city of Detroit. Got to see some family, got to spend some time with them. My Really, my first time back in the city all year, so it was just great to just be breathing that Detroit air for a little bit. And then while I was up there, got to see uh, the gorillas. So they were up there performing Monday night. So I got a chance to check them out. 
man, I just love checking out different type of, like, for the past two years, I've been going to a lot of different concerts of, like, different genres, and I'm really just digging into the different vibes that you get when you go to, like, see more than just rap. That's, that's all I went to for a while. And it's really dope to see how people react when they're playing rock music or when it's a slow, chill R&B night. It's just dope. Yeah. Nice. What type of crowd was it? The crowd was, like, it was very high energy. Like, so they came out, so for anyone who doesn't know who the Gorillaz is, they're technically an alternative rock group, but they dabble in so many different genres. Like, their last album had hip-hop, reggae, pop, you know, R&B. It has a little bit of everything that they do. But the overall energy was real high. Everyone was just having fun. It was kind of just like a party with them dancing on stage and everything. Saw some, like, really cool the costumes they came out in. Like, it was just a dope show all around. Definitely check them out if they come to your city. Sweet. Ooh, cool. So, definitely Adam. All right, so let's go ahead and jump into it. Let's figure out whose man's in these streets. And really, today, I think we can just go ahead and just say whose man's is Kevin. We're going to talk about a couple different Kevins. <laughs> Like, what is wrong with y'all? Right? Right? Is there a Kevin beating? Like, hey, I'm gonna fuck up this week. No, I'm gonna fuck up this week. Okay, we'll, right. we'll see who can fuck up more. God. Somewhere out there, there's a Kevin who got fired on his day off. Right. Like, I didn't even do nothing, dog. <laughs> uh, so we're gonna start off talking about. He used to be my man, but I can't even claim him right now. Kevin's Durant. Like, he, Kevin Durant's always been one of my favorite players, but. After this recent scandal that he just came up with, I don't know if I can support him. Did y'all hear about this? So for any of y'all who haven't really been following the headlines, or if you don't really hear too much about the NBA, you don't really need to know too much about the sport to hear about this. So Kevin Durant, one of the greatest basketball players in the league right now. Like, I don't think anyone can put him outside of their top five. Mm-hmm. And he just won the championship with Golden State Warriors, so he should be living his best life out right now in the summer. But instead... <laughs> <laughs> This man is sitting up, posted on Twitter and Instagram, responding to trolls. Like, my man. Wait, I just thought about that. Like, Steph Curry is, like, traveling Europe with his beautiful wife. I saw him yesterday playing with his kids. Draymond been helping out uh, the Michigan State team get ready for the season. He's been training with them. <laughs> and now I'm just picturing Kevin at home, like in the dark, with his iPhone plugged up because he can't lose battery. Like, wait a no minute. Just see my car. Put some respect on my name. Oh, you think, I, you think I'm out on Twitter? Oh, I'm here. <laughs> so, if you don't know exactly what what he did, basically, Kevin Durant has his own personal accounts on Twitter where he, like it's official, his name's on it, his pictures on it, and everything. And sometimes people add him with, with disrespect, which is normal. Like if you're a celebrity, you just, it just comes to territory. If people know your name, you are gonna get some shade thrown your way. But Kevin ain't here for it. So he not only has that normal account that his name's attached to, apparently he has secret accounts that he likes to respond to people with and act pretend like it's not him. So I'm I'm gonna read the tweet real quick. Someone tweets Kevin Durant on his main account, and they say, you know, I respect the hell out of you, but you should have gave us another season in OKC. You ain't really have a good reason to leave. So Kevin Durant responds, and he, he says, quote, he didn't have an organization or playing, he didn't like the organization or playing for Billy Donovan. His his roster wasn't that good, and it was just him and Russ. Now, this is Kevin Durant tweeting this from his own personal account as if he's not Kevin Durant. <laughs> <laughs> he got the log out, forgot to sign into the second account. <laughs> 
And you know, once it's on Twitter, it's out there forever. Like the timestamp on this tweet is one minute. It didn't take long for people to catch it. <laughs> they <released> it. <laughs> Man, why? At first, when I read it, I'm like, "Is this how Kevin Durant talks? Like in third person?" Like, that's what I was saying too. <laughs> well, Kevin Durant would do that, and I'm like, "Whoa, that's uh, different." Then I found out I read more, and I'm like, "Oh man!" And apparently, he has like a it's Instagram account too, where he does yeah, the so same thing. People have like you know, internet detectives went to the case immediately, so they've apparently identified the Instagram account because they were able to trace like the comments and who was following it. Like apparently, like a lot of his teammates were following his random account, which kind of like links the docs that it probably was him. And they're still searching for it on Twitter, but I guarantee within the next week that they're gonna find out what account that was supposed to be if he hasn't deleted it yet. Now, here's my thing with the whole situation. Him having a secret account, I got no issue with that. I assume pretty much 90% of celebrities have a personal account where they can kind of just, you know, speak their mind or or talk to their friends without getting ambushed. You know, that's normal. I would have just five of them. Right. And I would argue with myself. <laughs> Let me pull up. I'm, I'm going to be trolling y'all for a secret account. <laughs> and that's wrong with having a secret account. Sometimes you're just going to get out there and you don't want everybody all up in your face. But if you're spending your, all your time just sitting here responding to all these trolls who ain't never been on the court with you, like he wasn't ever talking to other basketball players. <laughs> he was talking to some dude who I think had a sneaker for the avatar. <laughs> you wasting your time with some kid in high school part. talking shit. Right. <laughs> Little Steve over there just finished third period and he getting a response from Kevin Durant like, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> what is going on? Uh, the funny thing to me I think is, my, um, go ahead. the funny thing to me is like his reply or response back to it. Yeah, I guess he has two responses from it. The first one, he's trying to act all hard. He's like, I don't regret using my former coach's name. And the former organization I played for, but that was childish. And then two seconds, like that later on that day, he goes, "I haven't slept in two days, two nights. I haven't ate. I feel so <laughs> fucking pissed at myself, and I'm mad that I brought someone into it." <laughs> like, bro, what? <laughs> so one minute, one minute, <laughs> one minute. You like? I mean, I said what I said. I'm a little embarrassed. <laughs> But now I can't sleep over it. <laughs> right. Like, what are you doing, Kevin? <laughs> and then I think my the worst my part, favorite thing. Go oh, ahead. Yeah. No, go ahead, Brian. I was just gonna say yesterday he was like at a a, a conference. I forget. I was watching uh, Jamel and Mike. Go Jamel. We love you. We stand with you. I ain't gonna say what else I was gonna say because you know you still work there, but. Uh, he was at like a um a tech conference on the on a panel talking about like I don't know what he's talking about, but the fact that he was like on a tech panel while all this stuff was going on is just hilarious to me. <laughs> but go ahead, Ron. No, I was just gonna say that I think my favorite thing is that's happened since this is that literally any person who tries to defend Kevin Durant, everyone just responds a nice try, Kevin. We know it's you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like someone even had like a, a verified account, like oh you wouldn't even got this one verified, huh, Kevin? <laughs> you can't do nothing. Oh, you a big man now, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, what do you, any person who tries to defend them, they just like nope, that's Kevin. What do you want me to call you this week, Kevin? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Kevin's getting mad. <laughs> he messed it up for everybody. There. So wait, 
So right? he had like other basketball players following him as well. So I mean, I don't think this is anything new that people are doing. Like I think he shared his secret accounts amongst like people who he wanted to have it. So you know, like I could talk to these guys without worrying about other people seeing it. So they're saying like on the Instagram page that's he, that the people are saying is his. His teammates, both former and current, were following it. And to the naked eye, it just seemed like they following some random ass page. But when you put two and two together, it's like, oh, okay, it's Kevin behind that page. So it makes sense why they're following it. Gotcha. But my thing is, if you're going to do that, why don't you just manage your like personal one, like the one you want to use, and then like pay someone to say what you want to say for the other one? Like, if you're going to slip up that, like that. <laughs> hey. People will die to be just your Twitter person. For the, they'll pay. They'll take that money instantly. If you're gonna pay, them. right? Well, hire hire me as a friend. Like I'll just be your real life friend. Like I'll do it. I'll put myself <laughs> out there. I'll put myself out. I'll say whatever you want me to say. All right. If the money right, look, Kevin. If you match my current salary, I will be on Twitter all day, every day, defending against every tweet that comes at you. Right? <laughs> I'm already on there. Okay, so. <laughs> It ain't that far. <laughs> like I got you, Kevin, and and Steph, and uh, hell, Kobe, you're tired, but you might need some help. Uh, who else need help out there? Hire the Who's Man's podcast. This might be our pivot right here. Hire the Who's Man's podcast to be your Twitter trolls. All right, we got you. Okay, <laughs> we can be petty. We can be. <laughs> we can be silly. We can be mean if we gotta be. Not that mean, because we love the Lord. But, you know, we can do it. <laughs> Hire us. <laughs> okay, well, so but real quick, before we move off of this, do y'all respect him more for owning up to it, or would y'all rather just claim that he got hacked? Oh. I mean, at this end, <laughs> at this point, I feel like it would have been too late to try to say he got hacked. But I, I still respect him for doing it. I mean, for saying that, you know, it is what it is in a way. <laughs> But what if he? I did, if at he the end of the day, nothing. either way, I don't. I mean, he's a celebrity. He doesn't have to say anything. It's not like he did something scandalous. He just <laughs> made a mistake, <laughs> forgot to log out, and <laughs> he got caught. <laughs> and you get roasted. Then you move on. Yeah. By I'm the end of by the half route. Yeah. By the end of next week, anyway, we talk about this. That's like a yeah. I mean, I'm sure. This would be all. It probably blow under the rug until the season starts back up, and then you know some little somebody will start back up just because he's about to play again, and then it'll go away forever. Right. So that's like old dude, uh, uh, Yaz senator down there, Ted Cruz, who <laughs> liked a a, <laughs> a porn tweet on Twitter, and then came through and said, "Oh no, 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 I got hacked," and it's funny because the. <laughs> <laughs> the picture they put, <laughs> the picture that was going around, like, there was a lady who, I guess, retweeted the photo and said, how dare you do this? And someone was like, girl, you a minute and a half in, and you <laughs> you just complaining? <laughs> like, <laughs> man. She watched that she whole did. clip, and she decided to get mad. <laughs> man, just stand up for y'all. Like, if you doing it, do it. Of course, don't get caught. But if you get caught, man, well, you get caught. You get caught. You're a grown man. <laughs> you got money to uh, find another way to get back in the limelight in the right way. <laughs> but yeah, so speaking of getting caught, I think that's a perfect segue right into wow. the other that we need to talk about. That was good. <laughs> that was nice. That was nice. I'll... <laughs> 
Kevin Hart, man. Out here breaking all the hearts. This dude, well, what was that? What episode was that we did Kevin Hart? I want to say that was like four, three or four episodes back. We talked about Kevin Hart. And we tried to have his back too. I think we tried to be like, you know what? It's speculation. We don't know nothing, y'all. We tried to hold it down for him. Mm. I did, but uh... <laughs> oh, now he jumping so... off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now you do the whole time. Yep, <laughs> I knew that. <laughs> I told y'all, niggas. <laughs> um, but this guy is back in the uh, media spotlight, and not for anything positive. Though we usually see. Uh, Kevin Hart in. Um, so, he got caught and <laughs> whatever we thought was happening and we're trying to say it really didn't happen, we didn't know. Well, there's a video and he was piping her down and he got caught and so supposedly the person who recorded it told Kevin Hart that, look man, I'm about to expose you. <laughs> I'm about to put your whole life out here. Unless you pay me 10 mil. So Kevin Hart was like, <laughs> he's like, oh, you straight? I can do this myself. I will expose myself. Kevin Hart said, you got to be fucked up. <laughs> right? <laughs> you thought that shit was worth 10 mil? He was like, I ain't worth that much. I know that. My wife knows that. <laughs> so this dude exposed himself. Like, confessed to all the stuff he did, and blah, 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 the little, I don't know, I think it was a little bullshit-ass confession, just because he was going to get exposed, so he wanted to beat the person who was exposed to him, and he wanted to be broke, so he said it. Okay, he confessed, a lot of people were saying he's a man for confessing and all that, I said that's bullshit, because if he was a man, he would have confessed when the whole thing happened, mm. so he was saying all this shit, and like, and the... I think the thing that makes it even worse is that the fact he got on Breakfast Club <laughs> and was talking all that, like hyping himself up, like you know, I don't even know how to cheat no more. Like I'm important in my life, or all like you know, I have a good wo- woman, I have my kids, like I'm successful, I'm not ready to mess anything now. So you can miss me with all that cheating stuff. And then <laughs> the video, they did a voiceover and they played all that him like. <laughs> <laughs> during that whole inter- his, his whole interview they played that behind the clip yeah they played that behind the clip of what they of uh, the one he got caught having sex with this woman and smiling and and I'm like Kevin bro you had <laughs> you had one chance to help yourself granted I feel I still think he's gonna be okay because once again you're, he's a celebrity like He's, he's going to move on. He's going to have it over his head. I don't know if his wife's going to stay around, what that's going to happen, but I'm assuming the fact that he did that on Facebook, on uh, Instagram, he probably first confessed to his wife and told her, like, yeah, you know, we're about to be broke, so we got to be broke with you, or <laughs> I confess with you. <laughs> so, um, so I don't know what that is, but Kevin Hart, man, do better, bro. Who's man? Like, this dude has the finest wife. Oh God! She's so beautiful. She's so beautiful, so gorgeous. Like you, short and she's taller than you, and she still loves you for who you are. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like come on, man. So and I don't she's know. So like, at this point, it's she's so pregnant. Like so pregnant. I saw some. Here's what I think. Go ahead. Kevin's problem is, and I think 
I'm not giving him an excuse because he still ain't shit for any of this, especially the fact that she was pregnant. Like, that's just the ain't shit cherry on top. But I think his main problem is that Kevin probably grew up his whole life and I get no play because how short he was. So he had to be funny. And it probably got him a little bit of play. You know, he was able to get by. But now he got the money to go along with it. And he feels like the caliber of women that just been the women he could never get before. And he don't know how to act. He's like a, his dick is like a kid in the candy store right now. <laughs> he doesn't know how to control it. <laughs> wait, he's wait just a He's wait. just <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Say it one more time. His what? <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'll say it again. His dick is like a kid in the candy store right now. It is just looking around like, oh, I can get this and that and that. <laughs> I wanted that. <laughs> I just want the listeners to know that that was Ron who compared his dick to a kid in the candy store. That wasn't me. Alright? That wasn't me. If the shoe fits, it fits. But look, here's my thing, and I think this is what most of I don't know if you would call them Kevin Hart haters or the people who don't quite ride with Kevin. He just seems so, he doesn't seem authentic. Any, he, he never really seems authentic, but in this case, he doesn't seem authentic. Where, to your point, Conrad, he gets on every interview and just says, man, I got the best life ever. And he probably does. I got the best, I got my rib, as he calls his wife. And I'm past all that stuff, and I did all that stuff earlier. Because let's not forget... That this man was married before. This man made a lot of money joking about all of his infidelity in the past and the, 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 the breakup of his first marriage that he had his two kids with. He made a lot of money off of that. And he's now kind of turned into this, I don't even know what you would call him, this like motivational speak, speaker, if you will. On how important it is to have a family and be married and be physically and mentally fit. And all that stuff is true. But then this comes out that you're not really practicing everything that you've been preaching. And I think, I to your point, Conrad, like that man got like, no, he literally has five movies coming out <laughs> over the next 18 months. So we're gonna see the man. Um, I just don't know if people will rock with him the same way that they did before. I'd be some, I'd be interested interested to see like what what the reaction is to another Kevin Hart stand up, which he's apparently about to go back out on tour. He's doing like small clubs to perfect his act. <laughs> I'd be interested to hear he what that is and what he jokes about. He still has fans. No Remember. doubt he still has fans, but look, we've seen this play out with a lot of black male comedians. If we think about it, if you think of Cat Williams, now I know that's a different situation because there are different things involved. If you think of what happened with Eddie Murphy, this has happened before. And there is a point where they reach this level and then something happens where they never can quite get back there. So. I'm not wishing anything negative on the man, but he brought this on himself. Yeah, I just think it's like, for, I guess this is another like big thing where it's you can say like um, mental health and like 
black males is so like people don't like it's looked over because situation like this he like you said he's a, like this person who speaks on having like this perfect marriage and perfect lifestyle but him himself has a lot of stuff that's messed up that he can't even like he doesn't know what to do like we don't know what kevin is like feeling at like behind closed doors or behind all this like entertainment and um you know what his life is at home or you know in the backstage after he's done smiling and laughing and gets back. We don't know that stuff. He's he probably I'm not gonna assume or try to diagnose it to, but his scapegoat is you know, women. Like it's just like it feels like it's a constant he's I mean the reason I say constant because it's two marriages and two failures the same exact way. In parts of his time where he's become like a prime he's hit like prime levels in that year or within that in that marriage. Yeah. Like you said. So it's just like it's just hard it's like as much as it's messed up, it's also sad to see because, like, this dude, he's obviously a good guy, but there's something wrong that he needs to take care of as a man to, like, overcome those temptations as a married man. And will he speak to someone? We don't know, but you got to start thinking about stuff like that. Yeah. Like, I when, when you said that, I thought, so I got this new, like, thing that I uh, listened to. Uh, Howard Stern. I'm like addicted to this, uh, radio show now. Uh, but he did an interview earlier this year, Kevin Hart, on the Howard Stern show because he came out with his book earlier this year. Um, I think it's called You Can't Make This Up. And he was going through some of the stuff that's happened in his past. And we've all heard the jokes about his dad, his mom dying of cancer. Um, kind of him, how he grew up and things of that sort. And Howard asked him a real question, like, man, you don't think you need therapy or you don't have to do therapy? And Kevin, like, matter of fact, said, no, I don't. Like, I don't need therapy because I'm fine. I lived through it. I got through it and I'm, I'm good. I don't need that. And, and he said some other stuff, but it, I mean, to your point, not to put, too much weight on this, but maybe that is a opportunity for him to kind of seek some help and see how much of his past is impacting his present. Yeah. Oh, well, I guess we'll find out. I hope uh, his pregnant wife is I bet her blood pressure, stress levels are through the roof right now. That's a lot <laughs> for someone who's pregnant. So I hope she's doing all right. Hey, you think she's leaving? Nah, I don't. I don't think she is. Because, this is also another question. I had. Do you think she obviously she has a right to be mad? But do you feel like she feels some type of way because she was in that situation on the other side Whoop. the last time, the first time it happened? Beep beep beep. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like obviously she's. You know, she has every right to be mad and pissed off at this dude and this lady. But is there a little part of her that's just like, man, karma's a bitch, in a way? <laughs> it should be. Like a little part of her got to be mad at herself for putting herself in that situation. She's like, man, I guess I can. <laughs> she's like, I guess I can see you hurt. Let, let me clarify in case anyone hears that. I'm not blaming her at all for how this happened, but if she needs to like at least accept that she knew who he was when she when she was with, got with him this way. Man, how much is his ex-wife laughing right now? Bruh. Oh, 
Yeah, home watching his specials. Like, yep, that was funny then, but this funny now. <laughs> well, <laughs> man. Uh, anyways, you know she loving the memes. All of them. All of them. God. Hey, y'all. Uh, if any Kevins out there listening to this um podcast. Just don't don't be a Kevin. Don't be these Kevins. <laughs> don't be a Kevin. <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> just change your name. Change your name, yeah. <laughs> At least for two weeks, all right? <laughs> go, go be a Devin. Don't be a Kevin. Do something else. Switch it up for a little bit. <laughs> um, Look, if there's any Kevins out there who've done something good the past week, let us know. Like right now, they got, they got you out here yeah, looking bad. I don't have to come back in a major way. Alright. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin Bacon need to get in like a major movie right now. That's like the only other Kevin I remember I really know that's famous. Right? Right, these, <laughs> these two guys were talking about. He was the first one that came to mind. <laughs> I guess Kevin. Oh uh, no, Kevin Love can't help you either because nah. I'm messing up <laughs> the courts. <laughs> nope. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, Alright, I think we can go ahead and move on to something a little bit more positive in these streaks. It hasn't, all, it hasn't been all bad news these past couple weeks. So, I'm going to go ahead and start off our drink to that section. And I'm going to go ahead and put a drink in the air for my man's Sean Carter, a.k.a. Best Rapper Alive, a.k.a. Alive or Dead, okay. a.k.a. Jay-Z. <laughs> and I'm giving him this shout-out for his dismissal of the Super Bowl. They offered him the opportunity to perform at Super Bowl 52, I think it is in Minnesota, and he said, nah, I'm good on that. And I think I'm going to give him a drink for that just for having the pure swagger to say no to the Super Bowl. Like, 99% of the people in the world would jump at that opportunity, like uh, performers or celebrities and all that. Including his wife, who just did it. And he was like, you know what? Nah, I don't need that. Y'all can keep that. Now, can we get into... We've drank to Jay-Z at least 30 times. <laughs> and we've only done 10 I mean, podcasts. you can never drink too much. <laughs> Boy, can we... I mean, granted... We being real. Granted, we talk about Serena every time. So. As we should. Okay, greatest athlete right. ever. But right. you ain't complaining. You ain't complaining then. And congratulations on the new baby, uh, Alexis, Olympia, <laughs> you're right, you're right, you're right, Jr. You already told us. We love you. Already you. Told him. you already told them. Well, Ryan, can busy. we can we talk about some of the rumors <laughs> on why he did this? Because if they're true, I yeah, hope talk about I that. hope they're true. I hope they're true. So the biggest rumor surrounding it is that people are saying that he did this to support Colin Kaepernick and the way he's been treated. Like he hasn't been picked up by any teams this to play this year, and that's, that has not been confirmed. Like I haven't seen any legit sources say it. But if that's even a small part of it, then let's put a whole other drink in the air. Cause shout out to that. Yeah. Cause that is such, that's such a great example of using your celebrity for good. Like, no, I'm not about to get up there and clown for y'all when y'all don't stand up for us as people, as our people. I hope that's the case. Hey, can I have a conversation with the Super Bowl real quick? Hey, Super Bowl. So, I know y'all been around longer than I've been alive, and uh, we've had some we've had some good moments, and we've had some moments I really didn't care about, because I didn't watch it, probably. Um, but here's what I want you to know. I don't care who plays in the Super Bowl this year. I hope it's the Lions, but come on, we all know. Um, I don't care who plays, 
I hear it's going to be in Minneapolis. Fine, great. Cool city, all right? It'll be cold, but yeah. Um, here's what, here's what I do know, all right? If you let that clown-faced, pale-ass, irk-my-life, evil Ilmefer, I'm not going to even say his name, if you let him perform, we're done, all right? I'm boycotting. I'm boycotting the Super Bowl. I'm boycotting the NBA final. I'm boycotting all the sports, all right? I'm boycotting the NFL. I'm boycotting the Canadian Football League. I'm boycotting all football sales, all right? And I know I'm just one person, all right? But I know at least 30 other people, okay? And they probably know 30 other people, and you get where I'm going with that, all right? So don't mess with me, all right? So find you somebody nice to perform, somebody else simple. Hell, bring back Beyonce for the eighth time. But don't you dare let that man get on that stage and perform. All right? Okay. <laughs> well. <laughs> <laughs> I hope they hear yeah. that. I hope it gets to them. I'm going to tag them. All right? The Super Bowl. I wonder if they got a Twitter account. Maybe Kevin Durant like has that Twitter account, too. <laughs> he don't respond. Kevin Durant does not watch the Super Bowl either. <laughs> oh, that's funny. All right, y'all got anything else y'all want to drink to? Yeah, man. All the uh, minority power that was at the Emmys this past week <laughs> weekend, and um. You gotta drink to a lot of people, yeah. so we just uh, you guys might have to help me out with all the people. Gotcha. But of course, you gotta start out with my so-called look-alike twin, whatever you want to call it, uh, Starling K. Brown. Okay, uh, I see it. Look like uh, I do see it. I was hoping I said yeah. Time. All right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who is that? Sterling K. Brown. From this is he's us. on. Uh, this is us. That's my show. It's coming Insecure, back. Insecure, Molly's. Oh, yeah, Molly's. Yeah, dude. I can see okay, it. Okay, I can kind of see that. Oh, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wow. I ain't gonna never look at them the same. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be like, damn. All right. Sorry. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Who else we got? Who else y'all want to talk about? Oh. We got our our oh, boy, Donald, Donald Glover. Glover. Who's on my vision board? Oh, oh hell. That's my boy. Oh, hell. Hey, the hey. first black director to win um, an Emmy. And he won for um, lead actor in a comedy series for the most amazing show, um, Atlanta, which who knows when it's coming back. But whenever it does, we'll be ready for it. Man. It's so, like, crazy to me that um, my cousin and I were talking about that. This was the first time a black person has won something like that. And I feel like we are comedy. Uh, it's crazy on. to me. Like, like <laughs> all the stuff we do in shows, how, I mean, I'm happy it happened. Man, it's just, I mean, Conrad, it's just crazy to think about. Like, Conrad, you want to go there? It's crazy. We, we're still saying first black anything. Like, <laughs> it's 2017, and we still saying first black. And we still got a, a few more to go. Like <laughs> a lot more to go, I should say. Damn. Well, let's keep on get. Let's keep going. Let's yeah. keep doing it. So, um, who else we got? Oh, what's your name, Lena? Lena Waith. What's your last name? 
who's Wait, also first a first black. That should be uh, like an award. We should have an award show. The first black awards. <laughs> the first black this. <laughs> oh, first black man. woman to win comedy writing Emmy. So congrats to her for her work on um, what is it called? Master of None on Netflix. And also shout out to Aziz. Um, I'm sorry. Who won with her. And I think that she just opened up a lot of doors for Black women, such as like Issa, um, as a producer and as a writer, s- such as uh, what's the Kelly's real name? Uh, why you do us like that? Anyway, she's a writer. T- Natalie <laughs> Rock. I think her name is Natalie Rockwell or something like. Not a- yeah, we love her. you though. We love you because I feel like I feel like they should. They will be winning this award. One of them will be winning this award next year or something like that because they've really. Uh, the year 2007 has really been for them and for women in comedy. So I'm looking forward to next year's Emmys to see what they do up there. Hey, also shout out to Riz Ahmed, who was the star of the show uh, or the miniseries The Night Of on HBO. Great show. So, I mean, we're talking about the first black, but look, this man is the only second person of Asian descent who has won an Emmy uh, for lead actor person, period. So, I mean, Swag came out. That was a great show. I really liked that show. I ain't like the ending, but I like the show. It's <laughs> fucked up what happened to that girl. And he's a huge, <laughs> he's a huge uh, activist for the rights for his, uh, the Muslim people. So any chance he gets to um, use his, um, like a celebrity uses uh, platform to speak on all the injustices that his people face. Um, it's always a positive impact. And I love that he's not scared to do it on a platform that is normally seen for white folks. So it's um, huge ups to him as he's well. He's also a huge hip hop head. I know he's part of like a hip hop group. I don't know their name. I don't, I don't listen to it. But I mean, he like hip hop. So swag you out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you guys would know him. You know. All right, cool, cool. So anyone else we need to, we didn't forget about? Or is no. that it? I think what that's else? that's it. But All it right. was it was getting me to think of like this weekend. I thought it was so cool how like our people got together and was just supporting each other. Like everyone who was nominated because. Those are the winners, but there were so many other people of color nominated, like Anthony Anderson and Tracy Ellis Ross for Blackish, and Regina King for her work on um, American Crime, and uh, uh, a lot of other people were nominated. Uh, Viola Davis um, for um, uh, How to Get Away with Murder. Like, <laughs> we, hey, it's so good. We were well represented, though, so it felt, I was just wondering if you guys have been looking at Twitter and Instagram, and if you also kind of felt kind of that love that came from our people to our people, which I thought was so cool. You guys see anything? Yeah, I got a chance to peep to, to peep it. I didn't uh, watch the Emmys live or anything, but... I'm always on Twitter, so I just saw like all the support and all the like love that was flowing in from celebrities just 
happy to see someone else succeed and knowing that they they can do it too. Like, um, one thing that I really love was what Issa said before the <laughs> war show even started, where she was like, "Look, anyone black, I'm on your side. <laughs> I'm I'm here to see and you." Ron, let's be honest. That's that's, that's me at every sporting event, every Olympics. <laughs> Every singing competition, right. hell, they could be doing a hot dog eating contest, and I'm like, "Well, the black brother look like he needs my support, so I got him. <laughs> I got him. <laughs> you know? Randy, I'm rooting for you. Okay, <laughs> Kevin, I don't know about you though. <laughs> You're in danger right now. What about you, Conrad? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so serious right now. I was laughing, but I was zoned out. <laughs> hey, it happens. All right. But look, I had I have one that I saw on uh, Instagram that I thought was so cool. Because here's the thing. As black people, we know we love hard. But sometimes it's, you don't often see black men showing love for other black men. And not having to say pause, which is so stupid, or having to, like, share that, oh, but I'm straight, or anything like that. Oh, say no or homo. no homo. Like, all of that dumb shit. Like, quit that in 2018, please. You got three months to get it out your system. Or four. Uh, three and a half. <laughs> but I saw Brian, a swag name, Brian Tyree Henry, who's also in Atlanta, uh, what's his name on Atlanta? He plays the cousin, the rapper. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Boy. So, um, he is actually best friends with Sterling K. Brown, Conrad's twin. Um, and obviously he stars with, with, um, Donald Glover. But man, he wrote this post on Instagram and I'm not going to read the whole thing, but I thought it was so cool. He said, the loss of breath that I experienced hearing your name being called is unlike anything I've ever felt. You guide me and inspire me every damn day. I love you, man. Uh, and I just thought that was so cool. Like the fact that you are so comfortable with yourself. Not only that, not only that you're comfortable with yourself, but that you are so proud of your friend and you are willing to like scream that. Because that's kind of how I look at Instagram. If you post something on Instagram, you better damn well mean it because everybody else is judging you because of it. But you scream it on your page, <laughs> the love for these two guys that you have so much respect for. You guys ever feel that way about your friends? I'm putting you on the spot. <laughs> kind of. All the time. All the time. All the time. <laughs> this is a chance to Every say day. something nice about your friends. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, uh, look, I'll be, go ahead, Conrad. I was going to say, I'm in uh, my group of friends, I'm usually the one that's more, like, emotional and, and, like, comfortable to, like, say I love you to my boys or show that love for your brothers. So, like, I like seeing that. Well, at the same time, not always the most emotional person, but if I, when I, like, see it and I want to express it, I don't hold back. So, I always show some support to my boys, either. Either way, whether it's saying I love you or just always encouraging them and pushing them forward, it's, it's, it's the little thing. So don't be afraid to show love to your boys or to, your, or to anyone, really. 
Go ahead, Ron. No, I agree pretty much on the same page with you. I wouldn't say I'm the first one to come out there and, you know, say I love you and get all the emotion and stuff. But when the time comes and I see one of my boys or really any of my people, like, you know, no matter who it is, and they doing something great. I'm just always in awe. Like one of my closest friends just got her master's recently. And I was just like so proud to know that someone I met when we both were just taking basic math classes went off to do something so great. Like it's just so dope to be next to people out there who are doing such great things. So I know exactly how he felt. Yeah. I am emotional. Right? <laughs> I ain't afraid to say it. Right? <laughs> I am not you afraid are to say it. <laughs> um, hell, my friends, you take out the trash, and I'm like, God made you. God made you for that. All right, <laughs> you are amazing. <laughs> but I just think it's so dope to like celebrate the people you love, and um, I'm always so happy for people that I know to do like positive things that just makes me so happy and i i always like in the back of my mind i'm thinking like man i just want them to know how happy i am for them and i go overboard every time i know it but i want them to know like look man you are amazing you're awesome you're all i sound like dj Khaled kind of but you're all that. <laughs> I appreciate you. Hey, I'm going to throw something out there because I was just really happy for one of my friends who may be on this podcast, but uh, he just celebrated his second anniversary with our guest star last week, Tori. Uh, I mean, I'm kind of, I'm proud of my, I'm proud of my Ron. I'm about to cry, <laughs> thank though. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> Two years of blessed. Yeah. But that's why I just wanted to put that out there because it's so much negative stuff, especially with uh, our people and people doing stuff to our people that it feels so good to see like that support from one to another. And we're not there is no beef and there is no, oh, but you didn't do this and you didn't do this better than them. And you don't I mean. It's so, like, I hope we get rid of that in the future. Like, let's just celebrate all that we have. I'm going to even do a better job of, like, celebrating Yah's generation of music. You know? I ain't going to listen to it. Oh. I ain't going to listen to it. Yeah, but I'm going to celebrate okay. it. Can you do it? <laughs> <laughs> all right, I'm done. <sighs> no, but, all right. That's a good point, though, because I think the thing I love the most about his uh, his pose was that there was no jealousy in there. It was just, like, pure happiness to see, to see someone close to him succeed. And he wasn't, he wasn't worried about his own success. He was just happy to see it happen for, for his yeah, Let's be honest. Paperboy could have exactly. got an award for that part. He killed that. All right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I can't wait till Atlanta come back. And he's probably, he's probably going to win it next year. So. Something next year. So. He's ready. Just like he says... He, yep. That award, uh, his boy was uh, pushed him to be better. So, like, I guarantee you now he's going to push himself to be like, I want to be like my boy. I want to get an award. So, all all in it is going to just push each other for the better, whether you mean to or even when you're not even trying to. We out here. Black boy hey. joy. Hey. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, you know, I wish it could be all positivity and everything, but like you were alluding to earlier, B-Shock, there is definitely some negative things going on in the world, too, that we, we got to make sure that we address. You want to go ahead and give a little bit more insight? Yeah, so something going we're on? talking about the positives and how we're celebrating each other, and I feel like we needed 
more now than ever. Um, it was announced last uh, Friday in St. Louis, who has already gone through so much with uh, the Mike Brown um, situation and honestly just the city period and the stuff they've gone through. But it was announced last Friday that Jason Stockley, who's a who was a police officer with the St. Louis Police Department, was acquitted of the 2011 shooting death of Lamar Smith, um, who was unarmed. And uh, his defense says that Jason planted a gun um, on him um, after he shot and killed him. Now, uh, there, it was not a jury case, so a lone judge decided the fate of Jason. And he, I'm not going to read the bullshit response that he had, but he found Jason uh, not guilty. Now, hey, with that, it led to a lot of anger and it led to a lot of a lot of questions. And, you know, people did what they have the right to do. They came out in the streets and they peacefully protested. They peacefully asked for changes in our judicial system. Um, at night, like it has, like it does. I mean, there were people who came out who probably didn't want a peaceful protest and there were agitators who came out and destroyed, uh, windows and property and all around St. Louis. And I live there. So I, it literally happened on my doorstep. Um, first I'll stop and see like, what are you guys thoughts on uh, I guess the case, the verdict, or what are your thoughts? Period. Um, sad that I'm not surprised. That's the sad part to me. Like, it's so sad that when you get this type of news nowadays, of our people who are killed um, by the system, and the system doesn't defend us, and you get this news, and you're still like, oh. I'm not surprised because the system has never been for us. Um, so it's more of like it's sad and it's good at the time, same time when the system actually works for us, which is in the rare cases. That's when I'm just like in awe. Like I can't believe this happening. But it's so sad. Like I keep saying that because at this point, it's just like, why do you think? I might go off tangent, but it's like at this point, I hate when I hear, like, why do people do this? Why are you guys always protesting? What else can we do? You guys don't want to listen to us when we're talking face to face or when we have a chance to express ourselves. So, all we can do is peacefully protest. And if that's agitating you, why don't you, you want to change that? Well, talk to your counterparts <laughs> to change the system, to change the laws. If you, if you don't want to be, if you don't want to be on our side, let's say that, but you're so tired of us being out in the streets. You want us to stop being in the streets? Go talk to your mayor. Go talk to your senator and be like, yo, I'm tired of people being in the streets. Can you change the laws so they can... If, that, if anything, that if that's the case. Because at this point, we're not getting out of the streets. We're going to protest. And it sucks, though, that we see these peaceful protesters, like you're saying, and then you always have that... That bad, the bad apples in the bunch. It's not, they're always going to be there. No matter what we do, they're always going to be there. But I just hate that. It's always like, and again, whatever. And 
usually done all the stereotypes put on us, but whenever they're the ones who get the most media attention, the most talked about, like, oh, this peaceful protest turns into violent. No, it was always peaceful. It's just that now you guys decide to pay attention to the negativity to bring more quote unquote and say propaganda and all that stuff. But it's just sad to see all these things that happen. More power to the people out there. You know, nowadays protests it's like you're risking your life to go out there. So that's why I say um, shout out to those doing the peaceful protests, risking their lives to make a change for the black people, for the minorities, um, for the world. And it's just keep you gotta keep doing it, whether we like it or not. Um, change will come. <laughs> it might be little steps, but I believe it will change. But Cops, we gotta be talking about those that do something bad. Because just like I said, there's always a bad, <laughs> bad apple in the bunch, and there's always bad apple in the cops. And like we said, not all, not every cop is like this. Just like not all black people who are out there peacefully protesting are trying to loot and destroy property. So that's how I feel about it. Yeah, I think for me, the biggest thing is that I'm upset that this, it's to a point where these type of events have become so normalized. This wasn't hasn't even become like major news, and I say that in the sense that like I've not really seen anything about it on my timeline. I don't really hear, hear too many people talking about it on the news. Like I have to really go search for information about this stuff because it doesn't seem like people. I wouldn't say they don't care, but it just seems like it's become so normal that it's not like something that we have to make sure everyone knows because it's like oh it happened again, okay, and the sun came up today, and it feels like those two things go hand in hand these days. Some some shit is gonna happen to a black person just like the sun's gonna come up in the morning. And it's sad. Yeah, I think Conrad, you you said it, it's it's very interesting to live through it. Like I moved here when Mike Brown happened, so I lived through that, and now this has happened. And literally, it was it's right outside my window. Everything that was happening on national news, but the only time that the camera showed up and the 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 reporters were there and the media were was kind of supporting the story was when the bad stuff started to happen no one was there in the afternoon in the morning when people were peacefully walking down the street arm in arm and peacefully saying hey we want to figure out a solution peacefully asking the mayor and governor to hey can you have a meeting with us so we can discuss how this, how we can avoid this happening in the future. No one reported on that. But as soon as it turned dark, and as soon as people turned out in the street, and and rather they were there for good or bad, that's not up for, to me to answer. I I know there were people, there were people there who who were just there to get their point across, and there were people there who were only there to cause trouble. That was the only time you saw the the lights of the cameras show up. And I understand they're there to make money. They're there to kind of get ratings. But it's so twisted. And, like, no one wants to listen to, like, the, the, the real problem. The problem is, is that, hey, this unarmed man was shot and killed. And that... That's happening more often now than it has ever happened in the past. And no one's doing anything about that. The only thing people are doing things about 
is the fact that people are upset about that. And that's what they're complaining about. I had someone ask me earlier, like, oh, I couldn't go to the U2 concert that was supposed to be in St. Louis. Or Ed Sheeran was supposed to be in St. Louis on Sunday. And I, I spent all my money to come here and I made all these reservations. Or Billy Joe is supposed to show up later this week. And, oh, I hope they don't come out then because how, oh, man, that's so much missed money. What about the mom who just lost her son? What about the, the, the children who lost their parents and, and the family members and friends who lost their brother? Like, no one ever talks about that or, or brings that up as like a, uh, uh, something they should worry about. It's only when they're impacted or they're affected by what's going on. I, I don't know. That, that pisses me off. And like, one other thing. It's like people coming up to me and expecting me to speak for all black people, if you will. Hey, we know this happened there. Uh, why, why are they choosing to loot? Or why are they choosing to riot? Why are you choosing to talk to me about that? Do you guys ever hear that type of stuff or get people coming at you on those types of things? Yep. Well, for me. For me, it's to happen like speaking for all Africans. So I understand the whole like speaking for all black people. It's just like, why does it? It's like me saying, "Oh, I say I'll kick a KKK person. Why do y'all? Why y'all all hate black people? You know why? <laughs> you know it's the same. I always feel like I should ask them, like, "Well, are you a KKK member? No. So am I? Just because I'm black, I'm gonna be stealing shit? No. It's not. It's not. Then again, it's all the people that ask those questions to me are the same people that are close, like close-minded out there. Like they don't, they don't look at anything but just try to see how they're going to be affected by a person. Like, let me see what this is going to happen to me if it's if it will affect me greatly, where I'm going to lose something. Instead of thinking like, dang, like I'm not that person. Like, I wonder what they're going through, or I wonder what I can be doing. It's just it's all about me. So most of the time, I don't entertain it. I'm just like, yeah, it's crazy to me, but at the end of the day, I'm not everyone's like that. And just move on because they already have it in their mindset that, oh, this black person is probably, I mean, he looks, he looks well put together and everything, but I wonder if he'd be like on a protest, on a protest. He's, in a, he's probably going to be like going crazy because, you know, black people are going crazy over this stuff. I'm just like, come on, man. So relax. I mean, you know what I really don't get about why people ask us to like speak for all those people out there? Why are y'all asking us if they're not out there telling you exactly why they're mad and what it is they want? It's on the signs. They're chanting it. You can see them being interviewed about it. Like you don't have to ask anyone else about it. They're telling you what the problem is. It's like they're choosing not to listen to it. Man, Ron, what you said, like that this is becoming normal and it's becoming like the sun rising every day. Like, that is the problem. Like the fact that we even see it that way. Like you don't, you don't feel any type of way that this is now our attitude towards events like this. I, I got an email two weeks ago, Labor Day weekend, about this case. Mind you, the verdict came out last Friday. So two weeks ago, they said, "Hey, they're expecting that this verdict is going to come out sometime soon, probably." Within the next three or four days, we're asking that you guys stay off the street. They're going to barricade 
basically preparing you for the worst. Which to me tells me that they already knew it was going to happen. So we're always preparing for the worst to happen, which is not the worst for, I hate to say it, but the worst for white people. It's just the worst for us is that we're dying. You're preparing, you're preparing them for the worst, but you're not actually trying to fix the problem. Which is why are we in this situation to begin with? It's just fucked up. Well, there were some, uh, some little positive as far as protests. Um, this past Sunday, which did weekend, um, one of the, uh, I want to say, alt-right um, white power groups from Tennessee and Florida was supposed to come to Richmond or came to Richmond to protest against the Robert Lee. Robert E. Lee statue coming down, um, or it's in the talk about coming down. They didn't even make a decision on it yet. But of course, they came, um, and so they came in small numbers. Of course, we got the same emails as um, at work saying, you know, there's going to be protests, don't use Monument Drive, try to stay away from it, blah, blah, blah. Um, so it was really awesome to see how all these people in the community um, came against all. Like, it was the most peaceful protest, like, counter-protest of, um, especially since Charlottesville just happened. People were scared it was going to happen here as well. But, you know, Black Lives Matter movement was here. Um, the LBG, LBGT community was here supporting. Um, then a lot of the churches came together, um, especially a lot of couple of the churches were the ones who led the first pro, like counter protest. And so it was really cool to see how peaceful and like people were expressing their thoughts, but at the same time, it was like a happy movement. And to see that the people there who were there to express the way they felt negatively uh, to all like minorities, um, Granted, they were a small number, but they were shut down really quick because of all the people who had. And it was just more of like a positive energy to push all the way the hate they were, they were exposing in Richmond. And so it was really cool to, um, to hear about it. Um, unfortunately, I missed that. But um, coming back and reading all the articles saying like things went down really calm. Like, the police didn't have to do anything. Like People mm-hmm. held their own ground. Um, there was some important moments of like of course a lot of racial slurs were thrown around and flags were thrown around and all this stuff but at the end of the day it was like what you would expect from a protest even if it was there was counter protest and there was like this young man who was arguing but it was like a a grown argument with this other white male about why he thinks this way and talks this way and all this stuff and it was calm and I'm just like I I wish that could happen Every time, even if like people are going to disagree, but like you, that, at the end of the day, I feel like people don't understand. You have a right to do all this. You have a right to voice your opinion. I don't have to like your opinion. I don't have to care about your opinion, but I start to respect mm-hmm. you as a human being. Like, yes, we're not going to, I'm not going to agree with you at all. Every single time. You're not agreeing with your mom all the time. You're not going to, that doesn't mean you're going to hate her and like, Start punching her because she says you can't have cookies tonight, <laughs> right? Like you, you like unless unless you're Eminem, huh? <laughs> unless you're Eminem, 
But man, so I mean, it does happen. It's there. There are positive. There's always positive activism. It's of course just not what the media is going to show because of course the media only wants to show things people like, and usually people like crazy negative stories like violence and um. People had watch parties for a hurricane. Who does exactly. that? I've never even heard of that. <laughs> um, so, like, just what I'm trying to say is, like, if you want to find, if you want to find something positive, you have to go out there and look. Because I mean, we have all the social networks. Twitter is always showing something. You just gotta find it. But um, I'm just gonna keep open light about this stuff because um, there is gonna be a change. It was we all the people, all our parents, grandparents that grew up in you know the depression and the civil rights movement. At one point, they were saying the same thing we were probably saying, like, yo, is anything going to change? Are we all going to be segregated for life? You know, they made the first steps, so they can make those first steps, and we can definitely do that because we have a lot more resources, a lot more things that they didn't have to right. use as platforms. Um, so just got to keep open mind positive. Positive vibes. Man, keep, keep supporting each other. Yeah. To your point, like, that's that's why we talked about all the black love going around. Look, if we not there for each other, ain't nobody gonna be there for us. So, if you see somebody doing well, celebrate it. If you have a friend who, you know, is doing something good, give them a hug and tell them great job. Don't say great job, that's kind of corny. But, you know what I mean, right? <laughs> but yeah, let's 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 help each other through this. And what we do know, because we talked about this last week, man, our people are some resilient people, and we can make it through literally anything. So let's do it. Yes, sir. Great. So, All right, y- y'all ready to bounce up out of here? Hey, you can close out. Oh, wait, wait, wait. wait All right. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on. Not to close out like this, but hope y'all staying woke. Like I said a couple weeks ago, Mother Nature is kind of just fed up with us. <laughs> Man, <laughs> they got beef on us right now. So, like. <laughs> so much beef with us. Right so now. sick of our shit. Said, y'all didn't want to listen when Al Gore came out there saying global warming is a thing. So I'm going to show y'all. <laughs> um, uh, it's just. It's just so, it's sad. And like, I hope people keep in prayers or just um, helping out in any way possible for those people affected with it. Um, so, Hurricane Maria hit Puerto Rico and it's bad. It was pretty bad. Um, 175 mile per hour winds hovering over <laughs> the um, country of Puerto Rico for a while. We have earthquakes in Mexico City, 7.1 on the Richter scale. 200 plus people dead. Um, we have another like hurricane, or um, oh wait, we do have a hurricane in the mix um, on the east uh, east coast of it, of to the U.S. called Hurricane Jose, and that's building up. We have another hurricane, hurricane, or uh, not hurricane, an earthquake that hit off the coast of New Zealand. We have floods. We have all these things happening, people. Like, be aware. I mean, Mother Nature is unex- unex- uh, unpredictable. You can't, we never know, but just, hey, just stay woke. Always. 
you if you're driving a car this week, maybe go walk. <laughs> <laughs> so you don't so you don't add this. So you don't add any of the uh, emissions. Maybe to walk earth right now. <laughs> maybe walk. You got a bike, carrying it. You want to drink a bottle of water? Get box water. Hey. <laughs> but yeah, so it's real out here. She's not. She not playing with y'all. Okay. <laughs> she said, "Look, really not. It's not a game, <laughs> Mother Nature. You try me if you want to, Kevin, <laughs> but I'm about to show you. All right, <laughs> it's all your fault, Kevin. Oh, all right, let's get up out of here. So, real quick, for anyone who wants to reach us, you know, we had a lot we wanted to get off our chest today, but we definitely are going to get back to talking about some of your thoughts. So, if you want to send us Anything that's on your mind that you want to talk about with us or, you know, hear our thoughts on, feel free to send it to our email inbox, podcast at gmail.com, W-H-O-S-M-A-N-S podcast at gmail.com. You can get us at, get us at, um, at Who's Man's on all the social media platforms. You know, we got accounts all over the place. Get at us on our inbox, add us, tag us. We checking everything, so... We out here looking for y'all, so make sure y'all just send us y'all thoughts and y'all feedback. Don't just uh, forget. Don't also don't forget to send us yeah. a review on iTunes. If you follow us on there, you know, leave us the stars, give us some feedback, tell us what you like, what you don't like. We want to keep seeing some stuff come in. It's been a little bit since we got a new review, so you just want to hear what's on y'all mind. Uh, Kyrie, want somebody can get at you? Yeah, but before I say that, thank you to all the listeners that were listening, or I should say that listened to our podcast last week. Grams two hours long. <laughs> y'all the real MVPs. But I'm not gonna give it all to you because y'all can press play and see it was two hours and then uh didn't listen the whole way. But that press play button, yeah, I, I counted it. So thank you for that count, that press play. Thank you for all that listening. I really appreciate y'all. Um, so yeah, y'all can find me on Twitter at that fella underscore Connie, Instagram Big C. Um, 22, so y'all have a good weekend. Um, I don't know about y'all, but the weather is beautiful in Richmond this this weekend. It's going to be in the 80s, so I'm going to be enjoying the outdoors. I'm trying to do so. Hopefully you guys can do something fun. Go love on your friends, your family, your people. Um, without saying no homo, just, just express true love to them. And uh, yeah, bless up. Much love. Hey, here's where you can find me with Jesus, all right? Because he's always good. He's always on time, all right? And you'll never get at him, all right? Because he's already there. Swag. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I really can't take you seriously sometimes. Like, swag y'all for listening. I don't know what y'all seeing us. I don't know because... I can't believe I, I made it this far in this podcast, and I'm still here, okay? Uh, so <laughs> thanks for listening. I love you. I love your mama. I love your daddy. Uh, if he ain't there, well, I don't love him. So um, keep listening, and uh, Ron. All right, so for those of y'all who want to get at me, you can find me on Twitter at TaylorMadeLife. I'm checking the Twitter inbox pretty much every day, so if you get at me, I probably will respond. Ooh. Don't come at me no foolishness. I will Kevin Durant. I'm you. one of them. I have like six <laughs> accounts pop up on you. <laughs> Next thing you know. 
Hey, Ron loves to get in Twitter <laughs> arguments. <laughs> so, y'all better stay yeah, woke. Y'all better stay woke. Talking <laughs> shit to random people on Twitter is so fun. They just get mad and you just go away. <laughs> I just, just leave them sitting there mad. I, my timeline be going. I just see oh. Ron saying something. Like, Who is this person Ron arguing with? <laughs> <laughs> I hope we have no clue. I'll just be laughing through the whole thing. <laughs> oh, all right, y'all. Thank y'all for listening once again. Y'all enjoy yourselves. Have a good weekend. Hey, walk to work. Walk to work. Walk to work. Walk to work. This week. Mother. Don't drive. <laughs> I'm just letting y'all know. You well. smoker, quit tomorrow. <laughs> cool, cool. <laughs> quit. <laughs> Well, ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn, Brian. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Brian said, "No, don't, don't quit."